Welcome to season four of the Life Giver Podcast, a place for honest conversation and hope that will breathe life into your service, family, and home. This is your host, Corey Weathers, and I'm honored to take this opportunity to invest in you. Welcome to the Life Giver Podcast. This is your host, Corey Weathers. I am so glad you are joining us. For those of you who are just tuning in, we are nearing the end of season four, and um, I wanted to bring on a special guest that has a special niche for a lot of the listeners out there. I know I have a variety of people listening, but a lot of spouses, military and first responder spouses listening. And um, you're always thinking about um, how to enrich your marriages, but also how to better your self-care. And if you've been listening throughout season four, we've been touching base on the importance of self-care, finding your identity and purpose throughout season four. And so Becky Hoy reached out to me. She is the founder of Brave Crates. And when I saw what she was doing, I just knew it fit into season four so much. So I am happy to introduce you to Becky Hoy. Becky, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Corey. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Well, I am thrilled to talk with you. And as we are interviewing um, and having this conversation right now, I know you are at the at the Military Influencers Conference um, right now, and you're taking a break from that in order to join me. And I think that that just shows just how much you're doing and how Brave Crates is really expanding. And so I'm so excited for you and proud of you for how hard you've worked, but the success of Brave Crates even to this point. So let's back up just a little bit. I want you to share with everybody um, about Brave Crates and what it is. And then I'm going to have you actually go back and tell your story. So tell everybody what Brave Crates is. Yeah. So Brave Crate is the monthly deployment countdown box for military spouses. So our whole goal is to help military spouses reclaim that season of separation. So every single uh, month, we send a box of self-care Um, items and items to help grow your marriage. And our hope is that it gives spouses not only something to look forward to, um, but also really helps military spouses to focus on all of the ways that you can grow and evolve and change and all of the ways that you can care for and grow your marriage during deployment. So the secret sauce, what we found is that not only does it give you this boost of energy and this, this thing to look forward to every month, but it also really helps military spouses turn this season into one of the biggest opportunities for growth. Um, So they shift their focus away from counting days and onto really making all of those days count. And, you know, you step into homecoming as this, this new person who's ready to meet your spouse as the best version of yourself. So we're pretty passionate about it. I am so, so excited about what you're doing for so many reasons. One, we have a common mission of marriage and making sure that these families succeed and marriages don't fall apart. So I so appreciate the angle in which you're attacking marriage in such a positive way. Um, But also, you've really touched on something that's big in the spouse culture right now, which is the fact that we tend to do so much for and around our service member. Everything mm-hmm. is, like you said, counting those days down. We, we talk about care packages that we're sending, um, really controlling the household, You know, even when they come home to what they might be going through. And so what tends to happen is the spouse kind of gets lost and that they have missed that opportunity, like you said, to take care of themselves, invest in themselves, and also invest in their marriage. Uh, I know for my husband and I, 
um, the first deployment was a really great opportunity for us to work on ourselves individually and together rather than, like you said, just counting these days down and having this huge gap in our marriage where we spent time apart. So I'm super excited to dive into that a little bit more, but I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I actually want to hear your story. Like I want to hear, and maybe listeners out there would really want to know, like, what made you come up with this idea and how did it start? So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So kind of rewinding a number of years, I was married to my husband, Randy. We had been married for about two months and found out that he was leaving for his first deployment. And so I was, you know, super young, new to marriage, new to being a military spouse. And I struggled, quite honestly. I was on the struggle bus for the beginning of that first deployment. And I can remember distinctly dropping him off at Green Ramp to leave um, and going back home and sitting in the middle of my living room and just crying. And that the only thing I can compare that to is feeling like you're drowning. Just the days ahead of you seem so long. I couldn't imagine making it through this season in a positive way. Like I knew I would make it right. Like those days are going to pass. I would get there, but I just felt this overwhelming sense of dread. And a lot of what I found in terms of, you know, online discussions and community happening around deployment was kind of along those same lines. It was a lot of people venting, which we need to do sometimes, but, you know, venting and, and really just kind of sharing all the Murphy's lost stories that do, do happen. And so, you know, I had nights where I couldn't sleep, days where I couldn't eat. I was lonely, just all of these pieces. And also in a community of Fort Bragg that I had just moved to. So I knew nobody. And at one point I just hit this wall and I was like, okay, Becky, something has to change. You are either going to barely make it through this process, or you're going to learn how to thrive in this season. And so I kind of developed some routines and systems in my life that helped me to not only make it through, but to make it through in a way that allowed me to achieve some huge goals that I had been putting off, allowed me to invest in my marriage in a really new and exciting way. We grew, we learned to communicate better. Um, we learned things about each other and about ourselves that we didn't know. And so when he came home at homecoming, I ended up being the person who was saying deployment was the, one of the best things that ever happened to me personally and to my marriage. It just turned into this beautiful season. And so fast forward a number of years, and one of my close friends is getting ready for her partner's first deployment. And she was going through the same thing, the dread, the overwhelm, the feelings of loneliness. And so I said what I say, which is, you know, it's really tough, but deployment can be really good for you with the right approach and good for your relationship too. And so I sent her a care package. All I wanted to do was get her excited, you know, to shift that mentality away from, okay, how many days do I have to count? But instead, breaking that deployment down into bigger pieces. How many goals do I have to accomplish? What am I trying to do professionally, personally? So it had things like planners. It had some, you know, self-care type treats in terms of like bath products, um, you know, just some uplifting material and books. And she loved it. And it was just like this this spark in my heart where I felt like, okay, I need to not only send this to my friend, but I want to send this to all of my friends and to as many other military spouses as I can. And so Brave Crate snowballed out of that. And we were, um, you know, I shared this crazy idea with my husband and some of my close friends and mentors, and they said, you need to run with it. And so I did. 
And what's been amazing is to find there is this huge segment of the military spouse community who not only believes, if they're, you know, they're just as crazy as I am. They believe deployment can be good for you and good for your marriage. Um, but they want to really evangelize that and share that with the world and say, you know, this is a unique opportunity that we have as military families. And so it's, it's tough. I'm not saying it's not tough, but it can also be um, really beautiful too. It's so fantastic. Tell everybody where the, um, where Brave Crates, the name came from. Cause I think there's yeah. probably a story there. So it's a good question. So I actually um, spent a lot of time. So the concept came before the name. So I had this big idea and I was like, how, what are we going to call it? And I came up with a number of different names and actually just connected with military spouse friends and started hearing their stories about deployment um, and then shared a, a number of name ideas that I had with them. And unanimously, people were drawn to this idea of a brave crate. And, um, you know, we initially were calling Brave Crate a care package, but really it's, it's so much more than that. It's this box of um, joy and encouragement and motivation. And I think the idea of approaching deployment from the home front with a sense of bravery, right? So you're brave enough to run after something big in this season. You're brave enough to do more than simply count the days. It just resonated really deeply with our community. And um, it's, it's stuck. I mean, people are, you know, military spouses that we're connected with are really in love with this idea of taking on deployment, conquering that season and really transforming it. Well, I think it's a great name. I mean, for me personally, when I think of, of spouses, it takes a lot of bravery to focus your attention on something challenging or an obstacle in your life and saying, you know what, I'm going to look at that differently. It takes a lot of courage to me to do that. The amount of things that people, spouses have to endure, whether it's potty training toddlers, whether it's trying to you know, help with um, sleep routines with kids, whether it is trying to find a car. I mean, there's just so many visiting family members. How are we going to handle Christmas? There's just so many things that everybody deals with on their own. It takes a lot of courage to like in the military spouse world, what we say is, you know, pull up those big girl panties and just, you know, we do it. We do all have to kind of have those moments. And I encourage those moments, honestly, to sit on your floor and cry and get it out. Right. Because it is a tough thing that we all have to go through, but there's something amazing that we're able to see come out of that time if we're more intentional with it. And you have designed these packages to be a way for spouses to be more intentional in their perspective of how they're going to handle those deployments. Um, so, and I love the fact that you're doing it about marriage too. I know for us in our de first deployment, we sat at Panera um, across from each other, which at the time was our favorite place to go because we found that we could find a Panera in almost every city we were stationed in. And that would be our kind of third place. It would feel like a home no matter where we went. And I remember us sitting at Panera going, all right, how are we each individually going to be better than how we start for this deployment? And how is our marriage going to be better by the end of this? Because if we don't have this conversation, we're going to find ourselves growing apart instead of growing together. So there has to be something that we're working on together. Um, the first deployment, we read things, we had conversations, and we just kind of felt our way through what a deployment was like. The second deployment, we actually wrote a marriage curriculum together while we were um, 
separated. So that was kind of what we did together that time. So the fact that you are doing something for just spouses is another thing that I get really excited about because when other people are asking, what can we do to support military families? There's a million and one care packages that are being sent out to service members and that needs to happen. Absolutely. I've been in Afghanistan and Iraq and I see that yes, they can order their own things from Amazon anytime they want to, but there's something about getting something from home that reminds them of what they're doing it for and connecting them back at home. But I often tell people, don't forget the spouse. There's, there's a way to support the service member by supporting her family or his family back at home. So let's jump in and talk a little bit more about the crates. So share a little bit more of what people can anticipate if they get involved with Brave Crates. Yeah. So one of the things that I found really helpful during my deployment countdowns that I've been through is the idea of breaking it up month by month through themes. And so, you know, you have these overarching goals throughout the deployment. So maybe you're writing something or training for something physical, but each month to have a different focus, it kind of splits it up. It like breaks that down into manageable chunks. And so every single month we theme our box around something related to the deployment countdown. So it might be, um, we've had ones that are related to like goals you might have. So we've had fitness and wellness boxes. Um, We've had money related boxes. I know a lot of us have financial goals we're trying to accomplish. And then we have others that are just related to different aspects of wellness as a military spouse during deployment. So we had one that was bloom where you're planted. And it was about connecting with people around you and finding community during deployment. We had a box that was specifically around Valentine's Day about growing, 100% about growing your marriage over a long distance. And so they're always themed um, that you'll always find four to six different items in them. And one of those items is always something to relate back to growing your marriage in that season. And so oftentimes there will be care package kits. So you can spend some time really putting together something intentional to send to your spouse. We've had marriage-related um, books that you could use with your spouse. Either we've done like the five love languages, military edition, things like that to help you kind of um, develop new conversations to dig in with each other and really get deeper. It's so one of the things we find, not to get too off topic here, but one of the things that we've found often happens, and I know I've experienced, is that we end up having these quantity-based conversations with our spouse during deployment instead of quality. And so I I remember specifically during one of Randy's deployments, I was waking up at like 3 a.m. every single day to talk to him. And there was zero quality there. It was just, um, you know, hi, I miss you. I'm really tired, (laughs) basically, was the conversation. And so we really try to promote military spouses having quality conversation with their spouse and try to Um, you know, offer conversation starters as one of the products frequently. Um, Besides items to help for your marriage, we also like to include things to help you organize and plan. We think that's really important um, in having an intentional deployment countdown. So you'll find planners, you'll find there's a calendar in every single box. Um, And we also like to include more of the like typical self-care items because that's really important too. So things like, you know, bath bombs or special candles, Um, And so you'll find that in every single box along with a specific challenge. So we always use one of the items and ask you to complete a very specific challenge for that month. So this month we had a pillowcase 
that um, you were to decorate for your spouse and send to them as like your version of pillow talk. And so we challenged everyone to journal every night, write down three things that you would want to say to your spouse before bed tonight, and then kind of culminate that and summarize it to put on this pillow to send to them. Um, so, you know, a lot of um, items to help you focus your month. We really want to make sure that we're never just wishing the days away. Like the reality is these are days we're not getting back. And so I don't want any of us to go through deployment and just hope that it's going to be over as quickly as possible because this is a reality, an ongoing reality of our lives as military families. So we really try to help people with these boxes intentionally craft the month ahead of them instead of allowing that month to just kind of happen to them. So important to be that intentional. I love the fact that you're putting in resources um, and calendars and um, and that self-care. You know, we've been talking a lot in season four about how important that self-care is. And I know that that word is kind of redundant. We use it a lot, but I think you've touched on something that we we know the right things to do, right? We We know if I ask people, well, what does it mean for you to apply more self-care in your life? Everybody kind of lists off the same things like eat right, rest more, you know, exercise, whatever. Everybody knows what that is. But the question is, why aren't we doing it? And so you being able to give them that help in a box where they can actually open it up and be more intentional with that calendar, or you're giving them permission to go take a bath and rest. And I think that's part of what the boxes do. I think you being able to say, it's okay for you to take time for you. It's okay for you to do something special for yourself. It's okay for you to put attention to your relationship. The other thing that I love is that by you giving them resources, it's less for them to think about. I can't tell you how many couples come to me and go, I just don't know what to do. I don't know how to be creative in my marriage. And so you're actually taking that um, taking that burden on, I guess, if you want to say it. Because there's a lot of people that are super creative and it sounds like you're one of those people. <laughs> there's a lot of people out there that really struggle with that. They're not going to come up with the idea like the pillowcase challenge themselves. But when you give them that challenge, it gives you, it kind of takes that burden away of that creativity. Absolutely. And, you know, we also try to focus on some of the more non-traditional aspects of self-care as well. And so oftentimes we hear about self-care care and we immediately, like you said, think of the same like three or four things, taking a bath or drinking a cup of tea and all of that counts. And we include all of that in Brave Prey as well. But we also try to promote this idea that self-care is sometimes doing the things that you don't want to be doing, right? Like, so taking a bath or eating a salad, that sounds pretty great. Um, but sometimes self-care is balancing your budget. Mm -hmm. Sometimes self-care is setting that boundary with someone during the deployment um, who maybe is, is coming in a little bit too close or asking inappropriate questions. And like, that is all an important aspect of self-care. And so one of the things we have along with that, you know, it's great. We all love getting happy mail and opening it and that's wonderful. But one of the things that many people say they stick around with Brave Crate for is our online community. We have a Facebook group specific for members where they can talk about what they got in their box, how they're utilizing it in their lives. We invite in, you know, guest experts every single month to speak on that topic. And we've found that some of these less traditional self-care techniques, you know, things like, you know, clearing, how do you keep your inbox clear so that you, you don't have 10 million emails are really just as important in that season. And it's really, I think, critical as military spouses that we give 
ourselves and one another the permission to create systems and routines in our lives that allow us to manage that. We kind of are in, you know, we tend to have this culture that idolizes busyness. And so if someone asks, like, how are you doing? Most of us are immediate response is like, good, but I'm really busy. Like, you know, we're winning if we're busy. And so we really want to make sure that the spouses in our community know you don't have to be busy during deployment and being busy doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing deployment the right way. Like we want you to be intentional with your time and to make space for all of these different self-care aspects so that you can support not only your family and your spouse, but support yourself through the season and you know, the friends in your community. Such a fantastic point. I mean, that is, I think the traditional advice that military spouses get is that, and you know, I want to throw in, cause I have a lot of first responder listeners too, but I think that this applies to the first responder spouses too, that when your serving spouse is away and is doing their job and it's, it's come down to you controlling everything at home, managing that home front, if you will, we do tend to think, and the traditional advice is that if we just stay busy, it'll go by faster. And I will tell you, being married 20 years with two sons that are 12 and 15, it is true what they say and that it goes fast. And those deployments went fast too. And I, I remember going through the deployment thinking, okay, my, I remember anticipating my, my graduation date and it coming and going. I remember anticipating my wedding date and thinking it would never get there. And then all of a sudden it's over, it's gone. Right. And so during the deployment, I kept thinking to myself, this deployment will come and go. Um, that was the one thing I just kept saying in my head, time keeps ticking. The clock will keep ticking. This will eventually end. But if I would have had something positive in my life to keep me focused and being more intentional and saying, you know, it's not about getting through it faster. It's about how do I get through it and actually find elements to enjoy? Because I can definitely look back and think those were some of the most enjoyable times of my life because they were difficult. It's not always the most enjoyable moments in our life that are just the happy moments. I think we, we forget sometimes that the best moments, the best seasons of our life are actually when things got really hard and we had to push through something and we saw ourselves do something we'd never done before. Well, and I think, you know, you mentioned that this piece of advice is staying busy is something that we give to military spouses all the time as if it's going to make deployment go more quickly. But it, it's interesting to me because I think a lot of the intention behind this idea of just staying busy is that it will distract us from deployment. Like somehow if we stay busy enough, we won't notice right, that our right. spouse isn't there. And that's just not reality. Like your spouse is gone, is, is not here in this moment, whether you're a military spouse or a first, my father was a first responder. So I grew up in a first responder household. Um, you know, the fact that your spouse is not there it's 10 nights out of 15, <laughs> like it gets staying busy is not going to distract you from that. And in fact, it's so much more brave coming back to where that term came from. It, the true bravery is in rather than distracting yourself from that, embracing it as a reality. And, you know, like you said, Corey, not just trying to get through it as quickly as possible, but to ask yourself, you know, what am I doing in this? When I look back on this, what will I have to show for these days or weeks or months or year plus? Um, and, you know, reintegration when your spouse comes home from deployment or when your spouse comes home from, you know, being away for many days, if you're a first responder spouse, 
it's, it's so meaningful to have these experiences to look back on. There's not a lot to talk about, right? If, if all you did with that time was like binged on Netflix because it kept you distracted, there's, there's not a lot to talk about at reintegration or when they come home from work. If the only thing that you've been focused on is, you know, counting those days off and trying to get through them as quickly as possible, it's so much more valuable if you've learned something about yourself and evolved. And it's really a gift for us as, you know, couples in this unique life situation, we get to experience our spouses in whole new ways. Mm -hmm. We get to see aspects of our spouse's life that other couples never get. Like that homecoming experience, those butterflies, that's for us. No one else gets that. And so I think, you know, really being intentional about that time allows us to embrace the fact that even though it's tough, it can also really be a gift for us. So, so good. You're right. I mean, there's so many people that would spend that time wasting time to distract themselves and they're missing such a great opportunity to, that doesn't mean that you don't have those nights, right? Right. Like I've done it and I do it. And, you know, Grace Anatomy is right. sometimes my best friend in performance. So, you know, no zero shade there. It's, it's a part of it. Um, but I think having an overarching um, expectation for yourself and, and your family and how you're going to spend that time amidst that is really important. Yeah. I know during our first deployment, Grey's Anatomy was our kind of connective thing too, because we hated not being able to sit down together and actually watch our favorite show. And there was, this was, you know, I don't, I think it's getting easier for service spouses to be, or serving spouses deployed to be able to stream things and watch things than it used to be a long time ago. But I remember trying to figure out how can I like record on a DVD and send it over to Afghanistan so we can still watch it together. And so there's ways to be intentional. The point is, can you have those conversations and go, what can we connect on while there's so much that we're going to disconnect on? So is there a couple of boxes that you can share that maybe were your favorites? Yes. Yeah, I would love to. So our, so we did a, um, a finance related box last year. And I thought that was just so powerful. Deployment is such a unique opportunity to dive into the systems and the operations of your life. Right. So one of the things, um, that we often find as military spouses is that our whole world gets shook up when our spouse is gone. Like it's not just about missing someone. It's also like recreating schedules, recreating budgets, recreating routines. And so that box gave us an opportunity to kind of dig into the nitty gritty a little bit. And so we had um, this great book called, oh gosh, I'm going to forget it now. Getting Financially Naked is what it's called. Um, and so it was just about like opening up and discussing finances with your spouse, um, which is a great conversation, you know, driver during deployment. If that's something you and your spouse are comfortable talking about, we had a really great wallet to help people get excited about like looking into cash systems. Um, we featured some great military spouse owned businesses like Classy Broad's Coffee, and she started her business during a deployment. And so we focused on all these different aspects. Um, another one that I really loved was our January box from this year, which was called Sweat Sesh. And um, it was really, it was all fitness related. We had some wonderful guest experts like Annie Figaro and Susie Goodwin who came in and taught us how to develop a really sustainable self-care routine using fitness goals. And I think that Physical fitness is something that so many of us as spouses really try to focus on during deployment because it's such a good stress reliever. Many of us have these like big fitness goals that we're hoping to achieve, but also 
that rubs up against how we're feeling in that season. Like I know for me personally, I'm not feeling naturally motivated. Like what I really want to do is hide under my covers in the morning. I, you know, and forget that my spouse isn't next to me. And so getting up at 5.30 and going for a run isn't that appealing. But, um, you know, we had some items in the box to really help motivate us. A great water bottle that said um, hustling for homecoming that had people, you know, it kind of uh, helped to connect that experience with the deployment experience. Um, We had a great protein bar from Go Macro and some great headbands from Buff. Um, just to kind of get us excited. There's nothing like getting new workout gear, I think, to get you excited about working out, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Was there another one? Oh, yeah. So we did our birthday box this June, which was near and dear to my heart. So it was our one year anniversary of sending Brave Crates. And we invited back a number of um, companies to join in our box that month that were kind of standouts in the past year. And so we had these great um, body wipes from Busy Beauty, which is like Busy Beauty is basically made for deployment. <laughs> They're nothing but like, you know, uh, beauty products to keep you clean and, and fresh on the go. Um, we had, again, Classy Broads Coffee in that one. Um, and that particular box is so special to me because it really was all about helping all of us as a community learn that it is not only okay, but it is necessary to celebrate milestones during deployment. So whether it's a birthday or a holiday or, you know, graduation, maybe some other achievement, maybe you ran your first 10K or, you know, completed a certificate and celebrating, it's so easy to gloss over them and just to say, you know what, I just want to let this one pass by. But that's that milestone is only happening once, whether it's a hot, like there's only one Christmas 2018, but you can only do that one time. Um, and so it was really all about learning how to celebrate and also how to include our spouse in that celebration when they're deployed, whether that's through, you know, a care package or journaling that you can read to them later when they're home. Um, really just learning to embrace that rather than trying to slide past it, which is a temptation for me too. Well, and I'm so glad that you guys celebrated yourselves, right? I mean, there's so much about, there's so many spouses out there that own their own businesses that they forget to celebrate their own milestones and their own success. And so the fact that you were able to celebrate your one-year birthday with also celebrating and encouraging other people to um, pay attention to those holidays themselves, I think is outstanding. Um, I also appreciate the fact that some of your box um, inspiration comes to how can you do something at home and then send that to your spouse overseas? Because that was one of the things that I really struggled with. I am not the most creative gift giver. I think that there are some people that have, and I usually find for those that are listening that have done the Strength Finder, it's usually the, those that have empathy in their top five that can put themselves in someone else's shoes and come up with the best um, care packages and gifts and gift baskets. And I do not have that strength. Like I have to work so hard to think of what else can I put in this care package other than another protein bar? Like, and even with the kids, like how many like scribbled construction paper, you know, drawings can I throw into this box? And so the fact that you are giving them ideas, whether it's the pillowcase challenge or something else that they can put in the care package and invite your spouse to join with you um, is also outstanding. So it really does bridge these two experiences that are, um, it's unfortunate that we have to spend that time apart, but you're right. It is, it's something that's a huge strength, Um, which actually reminds me, you know, one of the things that I hear a lot from brand new military spouses um, is 
it's not really a question. It's kind of a statement. It kind of comes at me in different ways, but it's basically this idea of, um, <clears throat> well, I'm going to, well, I'll throw it in kind of a faith-based way. Cause sometimes I get it from a faith-based perspective where I have people mm-hmm. go, you know, would God actually call us to a lifestyle that has us spending so much time apart? Like surely that can't be healthy for a marriage. And, and it is scary, especially those of you who are new spouses that are going into new employment. It can be very scary. The idea of separating for a duration of time and thinking you're going to grow apart or that your spouse is going to grow apart in their relationship with their kids. Um, but that it doesn't have to destroy your marriage and it doesn't have to destroy or even, um, be a negative at all in their relationship with their kids. So I'm wondering if you ever hear some of that sometimes, or maybe that's been in your thoughts as you've put these care packages together, that um, it can be a scary thought of, is this a wise idea to come into this lifestyle when you know you're going to spend so much time apart? Right. Absolutely. I probably hear that weekly. And it is typically from newer military spouses. I think that first deployment can be pretty terrifying for that reason. It's, it's a whole new experience. And you're right. It is, it's something that's really unique to this lifestyle. One of the things that I really encourage people to do is to find a trusted mentor. Find a couple that is doing this really well. Because we know, I mean, there are so many marriages out there that are thriving through this deployment separation. And it is, I do want to point out, it is different than being in a long distance relationship. It is not the same because in a long distance relationship, your routines and your systems are established. And so you've got your systems and they've got their systems and you fit each other into it. But during deployment, you have this unique opportunity to redevelop those systems and to see how your spouse fits into it in a new way. And those puzzle pieces for sure don't always come together perfectly the first time. Sometimes it takes a little bit of wiggling and seeing where things fit together. But once you get them together and you figure out how you as a couple work through that season, it's it's fantastic. And it gives you this ability to be even stronger and closer when they're home. And so I would say for you know military spouses who are struggling with this idea, or maybe people, my husband is currently in a temporary recruiting position and so we hear from a lot of spouses or fiancés and girlfriends who are, um, you know, nervous about this new lifestyle that they're entering into and are asking those same questions. Um, I think what's really encouraging is to look at marriages that are not only dealing with deployment well, but who have come out the other side and are, are stronger and more connected as a result of it. Because you're right, it's, it's not... Um, it's not something we see every day. And, you know, my only connection to that was what I saw on, t- on TV. And it just doesn't paint an accurate picture. There are couples out here who are doing it really well and who are thriving um, during that separation season. I appreciate your perspective on that because I want to make sure that, you know, those that are listening or who have listened to, to this season or previous seasons before that, um, I think from a clinical side, I get to hear a lot of the negative stories. I get to hear a lot of the worst case scenarios. By the time I actually work one-on-one with couples, they are in a difficult spot. And one of my favorite, my favorite kind of session to do is celebrating. 
like having those sessions where we're like, we are doing really well. Like we need to have those kind of sessions too. And so I'm so glad that you're offering that perspective to go. There's a lot of couples that are doing this well. Um, I even have to reach out and find those mentors myself. Um, being in a season of parenting tweens and teens where we're managing emotions and social development on a whole other level. It's important for me to be able to reach out to successful parents in the military culture that are telling me things like your kids will launch fine. Your kids are not going to be messed up by the end of this. I mean, those that's so important to find that mentorship and to hear the good stories, to hear the positive stories of it going right. And I think honestly, coming back to what you're doing, I think if you spent more time being intentional during your deployments and during your separations, I think it probably leads you into being more intentional when you're home together, because then you can be creative when you're together. And if we can just adopt this mentality of being more intentional with the time that we do have with our spouse, your kids are going to, are going to eventually launch. It is going to be just the two of you in this life. And you, that's what you've committed to is that this is the person that you want to spend your entire life with. So if we forget that in pockets or seasons of our marriage, it is going to affect your marriage in a negative way. So if you flip that and we're more positive and more intentional, it can lead to wonderful things in your marriage. Absolutely. And, you know, if we can do this, if we can do marriage well, or we can do personal development or, you know, parenting or career development, any of these things that we're trying to grow into and evolve into, if we can do that well during deployment, Think about what we can do during a, a typical section of our lives when our spouse is home and we're in our regular routine. I mean, it's just this, this opportunity we have to really stretch ourselves and grow ourselves. And you're absolutely right. I, I completely agree with that. You know, if, um, if we're being intentional with this time that we have separated, we're going to have a deeper appreciation for one another when we come back together. And that's just one of one of the many secret gifts that I think that deployment seasons really give us. Well, I'm so thankful that you are investing in this specific area and that you're investing in spouses specifically. Um, I know on your website, you give everybody the opportunity to not only subs subscribe to the monthly boxes, but also gift other spouses. So do you want to tell everybody a little bit about how they can get involved? Yeah, absolutely. So we, we do. You can order a Brave Crate for yourself and join the community that way. Or you can send a brave crate to a military spouse that you love. I personally, that's probably my favorite time of the month is handwriting notes from service members or family members who are sending brave crates to a military spouse in their life. Um, but you can check us out at bravecrates with an S.com. Um, you can find us at Brave Crate on Instagram or at Brave Crate on Facebook. We, um, we have a blog on our website. And so we try to offer resources and stories there. So that you can kind of get involved with the larger movement. I mean, we really, you know, we do send pretty pink boxes and we love that we do that, but we really, our hope is to really shift the paradigm around deployment so that when we start to hear the word deployment in the future, we can start to think, you know, opportunity or growth rather than fear and, you know, resentment or guilt or any of those things. We really want to kind of shift it into a positive season for people. Well, and let me just mention, okay, a couple things. One, if you are a military spouse that's listening, um, to be brave enough to actually subscribe for yourself, that it's okay for you to buy things for yourself and to be intentional with what you need your deployment to look like. And this also works for our TDY. We have a lot of people who 
go off for trainings or schools and are geo-bashing, that this is a great opportunity for you to invest in yourself, that that's okay for you to spend money to be intentional in the areas that you might need that help with. I know personally for me, I am not amazing at organization. And so if I was getting a monthly calendar in my box, it would be so helpful to keep me intentional in a, in a way that I need that tool and resource. We talk a lot on this podcast about your strengths and, uh, and embracing what your own personal strengths are, but also that means embracing the things that you're not good at either. And that doesn't mean that you can easily fix those things that you're not good at. You can actually rely on resources, tools, or other people that have that strength to fill in those gaps for you. And so I can just tell you right now, that's one of the areas that it would fill that gap for me. So number one, if you're a spouse to to give yourself the permission to do this for you. Um, I also want to throw out there to maybe consider giving this, um, if you're a first responder spouse that knows a military spouse, what an amazing gift that would be to give to a military spouse if you're outside of the military culture. So a family member, I'm always trying to bridge that um, divide between first responders and military because we understand each other so much better um, than, let's say, the normal civilian um, but civilians out there, family members, it's an amazing gift to consider the spouse at home and you don't have to be creative when somebody's being creative for you. But the last, I think, ask that I'm going to put out there is for if you are a deployed husband, this is an amazing gift for you to give your spouse. It's an incredible way to say, I care about you and I care about you maybe more than you tend to care about yourself and that I see you and that as you're investing in supporting me, that I can support you back at home by giving a gift to you and huge bonus points. Um, it's a huge win for you to say, let's work on our marriage together. And you taking that intentional step instead of waiting for your spouse to do that. Okay. So Becky, I am so proud of you. I'm so, so excited about what you're doing. Um, is there anything else that you would want us to know about where Brave Crates is going? I know you're at the Influencers Conference. Um, tell us a little bit, maybe to close out what, um, what it's been like to see this grow and where you see Brave Crates going. Yeah. So in terms of growth, I, I think my greatest joy in the past year and a half, two years has been discovering for myself and unearthing this incredible community of military spouses that we already have. And, um, as, as I've watched it evolve, it's been beautiful to watch women come alongside of each other and come alongside of me as a business owner. And so I think that as, as we continue to evolve and, and shift and change, my hope is that we can just expand that community. Um, I know that one of the things we have on the horizon is being able to expand the free resources that we offer. And so to use some of um, what we're able to do on the business side of Braid Crate to kind of expand and open up some more free resources, whether that's webinars with guest experts or online resources and tools in that way. Um, and then also as we dig into, you know, our second and third year, and we've connected with women who have gone through multiple deployments to begin to offer a little bit more in, in the way of mentorship. Um, and so I'm really excited to kind of dig into some of that in the coming year and to start creating that culture of, you know, having big sisters and little sisters within the military spouse community where it's really easy to find someone um, to mentor you through the deployment. And then of course, you know, we're just, we underlying all of this, we're really just about happy boxes too. And so, um, as always, it's exciting to kind of see 
um, some of the brand collaborations and some of the products that we're going to get to send out in the coming month. And you can always find that, you know, we're sharing it in unboxings. We've got it on our blog every single month. And so it's, it can be a good resource also, even if you're not a Brave Crate member to be able to go on and say, okay, well, what did Brave Crate include this month? Like maybe one of these things would be helpful for me. Becky, I'm so proud of you. It's a beautiful website. Uh, you've done a great job with um, the putting the boxes together. And I'm so thankful that you're doing this. Uh, I think the number one issue right now in our spouse culture is um, that we need, we're exhausted after decades of war and op tempos and deployments. And um, so we, there's a great need in our community for spouses to embrace the fact that they need to take better care of themselves. And this is a great way to do it. So thank you so much for joining me on the Life Giver podcast and for sharing um, not just your success in launching Brave Crates, but um, my favorite part is just highlighting people who are doing something excellent in the way that they're serving the community and how they're making a difference by caring about other people in their marriages. So I so much appreciate your passion and your talent for excellence, especially in the area of creativity. I think it's fantastic. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Corey, for having me. It's been such a pleasure and such a joy. Thanks for listening to the Life Giver podcast. If you're enjoying these conversations as being free of advertising or sponsorship, please help me by spreading the word to other military and first responder families that might benefit from the show. If you'd like to find out more about me or Life Giver, you can find more information at www.coreyweathers.com or life-giver.org.